You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. We're on the air, finally. Finally. This is no one's fault but the computer. Yeah, stupid computer was updating. You and your stupid five-hour-long updates. We were going to be on the air. We were all sitting here chit-chatting. Our show was pretty much done. (laughs) It already happened. You guys just weren't present. We were just talking (laughs) while the damn computer was updating. Um, So we really don't have much to say. So when I pull this shit out of my ass while we're talking, I guess we can – we'll figure out something. Yeah. And we're all drinking now because we're all flustered and we need the the courage to, to move on. And I needed to loosen up my vocal cords because I'm a nervous wreck all the time when I'm talking to people, Um, even when I'm just talking to a microphone. The wife is here today. Hi. Hi, Jessica. Oh, Ruth. (laughs) The other wife. (laughs) Uh, He's got so many. It's hard for him to keep track. No, he's got many girlfriends. I'm just the wife. I mean, you're You're the most important one. You're the one who's got the privilege to live with me. Oh, I'm so lucky. (laughs) Having fun with that? No. (laughs) She has fun with it. Um, yeah, whether he likes it or not. Yeah. <laughs> I wake up, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, welcome to our show. This is Punk Wisdom. Um, yeah, we're talking about my sex life, so <laughs> it should be a very, very short show. Um, Notice how he says his sex life, not mine. <laughs> right? Well, you have, much more, our... you have a lot more active one than I do. Okay, so anyway, this is Punk Wisdom. <laughs> I feel like we missed something and... here. <laughs> Um, Allison like is not with us tonight. Um, she's supposed to be. She did not bow out because she doesn't like you people. She bowed out because she's actually having a grandbaby tonight. Yay! Congratulations, um, Allison. So I got the text message a few hours ago, and so she's like super excited. And so we are all saying congratulations to her right now and Gina, who's the mom. Mm-hmm. And cool. I, mean, I just hope that they have a healthy kid, and all's cool. I'm sure it all will be. And everything goes nice but, and smooth. Uh, and that's now. where she's at. So. Hey, uh, we miss you, Allison, but we're excited for that's you. That's where she's at. So we were betting back and forth of what exactly we were going to talk about tonight. Um, and before I even get to that, I guess we'll catch up with everybody that's here. Since Jessica wasn't here last time, she kind of bailed on us and left us with a different uh, engineer. I mean, I didn't bail on you totally, though. <laughs> like It was kind of last minute. It we was last you. minute, but I only had one day where my dad was around to help me try and put together what was at that point I'm, a piece of shit of a house. So. And you have and to w- take advantage of those moments when you guys do because right. I don't know how to do a damn thing. But you know, my world <laughs> revolves you. around me. And oh, so I will admit that I was, I was more than a little upset that night. Oh, um, I figured that. that. I did catch that for the from fact your Facebook that, message. <laughs> for the fact that it was last minute. But the other fact is like, I, you know, you weren't there. and uh, He yeah. misses you when you're not here. I also feel I'll, like it was last I'll minute and he's like, I don't like change. <laughs> well, because Allison also wanted to start changing the subject matter of that night. I'm like, no, fuck that. That literally had nothing to do with me. Right. And I'm like, no, no, that's why I said that. I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, this is too much. Yeah. And plus the subject matter that night was supposed to be about women and sexual assault against women and the whole kit and caboodle and that all jazz. And Randy and has a penis. So. He did, but he also never talked. So I guess it was one of those... Eh, whatever. We missed your worst. Um, mm-hmm. Could be worse. So, although it was a little, worst. I'm not going to talk bad about anybody else. Shut up. Nope. No. Um, not that there's anything that he's a cool guy. That's oh, he what, did a good job. Yeah. That's where I'm going to leave. Like we just missed having another input. I guess. Yeah. So. Let, anyway, let, let's leave it at that, that, and we'll move on. Um, so, how was everyone's week? You know, work is work. I um, I started writing an, uh, a different book. I've got like five or six different ideas. Um, this one I'm actually liking and I can see me, me finishing it and it being a third installment. Um, can you give us like a teaser? On well, it's maybe... still in the same world. A buddy of mine challenged me, not really challenged me, but it gave me an idea of uh, just kind of writing episodic type books in uh, the same universe as my first one, which okay. is the next book is that's coming out. Is gonna, she's with, it's with the editor now. Um, she's about halfway done. I just got an email from her today. And Good. so I'll probably be publishing that early next year, last Sunday. Uh-huh. 
I was, uh, I had my uh, book reading. Yes, I saw that on Facebook. And the bookstore over there is pretty cool. She was able to calm my nerves, so it wasn't, I wasn't as uh, nervous. I was, though, when I started having to read. I read that chapter pretty damn fast. Um, <laughs> that would be nerve-wracking and, for most people, though. And I didn't you know? make any noise. I didn't make any uh, voices. It was just me. Right. <laughs> but, I was um, a little disappointed that some of his um, writer friends that he has shown much support to, um, none of them showed up to show support oh, for him. That's bogus. So it was just kind of family and a couple of friends, and which kind of made it nice in a way because then when he was doing the reading, I mean, he was nervous, but this was his first experience just reading it in front of a small crowd. Yeah, it was more intimate. Um, so mm-hmm. I would like to hope that if something else happens, we're able to promote it better because he wasn't really able to promote this one that much. So the next thing he's going to do, I'll make sure I get involved in it. I'm... And and make sure. Well, more the bookstore owner. I mean, She's we, such a good boy. we talked a little bit about the next one that's coming out, <laughs> and the bookstore owner was like, "You know, hey, do you have any? Do you have any plans for a book launch?" And I'm like, "I go honestly, I didn't even do a book launch for my first one. I it's was like, what's a book launch? No, right? I know what that is, but I don't. What do you do for I didn't, a book launch? I didn't think about it because I wrote that one. I got it published. I had to rush it because I wanted it done before the book fest mm-hmm. that particular year. And so I published, I had it published like three weeks before it actually, before the actual event happened. So I didn't even think about having a big book launch party and having yeah. the hoopla of promoting the stupid thing. Cause right. I just wanted to get it done. This time, uh, she even mentioned it. She's like, well, when this one comes, your new one comes out, let's do a book launch. Let me know about a month ahead of time before it actually publishes and we'll set it whole up and we will advertise it and yada, yada, yada. Um, so I was for free. About, yeah. So, but condensed version, what exactly is a book launch? Like you do a book signing, you read from it. Is that probably, that's that'll a, probably be all part of it. Oh, okay. Um, and it just, yeah. It might oh, be a question do, and answer what, like thing. Like press for you and already. stuff like that? Oh, no, just a little bit. I mean, cool. on Facebook enough, uh, just on Facebook and a I webpage. mean, that's where everybody is anyways. Yeah. So, so it's, uh, so it, it was it was at the Scriptorium, which is part of Grey Wolf Publishing in Clausen, and Diana is the owner that sat with Matt and was asking him questions and just different perspectives on his writing and how he came up with different story parts. And so she's the one that's offering to help do a book launch for him and awesome. and gave him information about all these other groups that they have there where different writers get together to either bounce ideas off each other or just have time to write to you know, cut out time of their life so that they're like, okay, Wednesday night, I'm going to go here, see everybody. And then they could just go do work. And she's, she's an author herself as well, but she's mm-hmm. just amazingly excited about the community of writers and oh. excited about Especially everybody's Michigan ideas. Writers. Yeah. yeah. Michigan writers. And, and so I was originally really nice. planning on publishing my one I just finished this month, which didn't happen because I had uh, an editor issue. So then I was thinking, let's get it out before Christmas. Uh, she suggested I should wait until after the holidays and do it after the new year. That way we can, since it's a love story, we can promote it for uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was like Gary said. Yep, yep. And, but smart. she said also it's okay. after all the chaos of the holidays. Right. She says you'll have more time to promote it and mm-hmm. be able to dedicate more time to it as opposed to dividing it amongst all those other things. Well, and so more probably people probably be able to show up for something like that because yeah. of the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, they're not tied up with all the holiday oh, gosh, hustle. Yeah. So. so the newest one, though, I just started writing it. I, I posted an article on my Facebook page um, not too long ago in light of all this sexual assault, Me Too stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, with the whole Brett Kavanaugh thing and how they are starting, how it's it's common that we victimize the victim. We pour more, you know, shame and blame and crap onto the actual victim of what happened. And so I brought I I posted this article. It was more than just an article, but because it, it was also the story of Medusa in Greek mythology, right? And what happened to her. To where she was a priestess of, for those people who don't know, this is real quick. She was a priestess of Athena, um, who Athena is the goddess of war and wisdom. And she's also a virgin goddess. And she expected all her priestesses to be virgins as well. Mm-hmm. And she was. But Medusa was supposedly the, this one of the most beautiful women in the world type of things. Mm-hmm. Where she attracted many, many suitors, but no one ever did anything more than stand on the outskirts looking at her, basically. 
except for one individual, and that was Poisonon, the god of the sea. He came into the temple, raped her there, left her there, went away, and since she was so, so uh, quote-unquote dirty now, mm-hmm. Athena decided to punish her, turned her into this creature with the head full of snakes. So not Poseidon so who did the not don't punish Don't punish the dude for being an asshole. Punished the female who was just assaulted and raped, mm-hmm. and then she was exiled to a, uh, to an island. And then her, then her story gets worse after that because then put then they make Perseus this big superhero comes in and chops off her head. I'm like, you you, you fucked her up. It's your fault, gods. Now you're going to send someone else after you. So it's like so it's just that story in and of itself. Mm-hmm. My whole point when I posted it on Facebook was like, this has been an age old thing since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. We've always been victimizing women even after they've already been victimized. This has been going on for ages. Hmm. And this story is just as prevalent today as it was back then. Mm -hmm. Um, And so so I took that idea. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm actually going to write a novel on this. And so so Medusa is a central character in this book and so on and so forth. And I'm kind of playing around with that mythology a little bit. Are you giving her redeeming qualities and making us want to like her? Humanizing her. Yeah. I mean, somewhat. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm playing around with it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're not going to – why was she evil in the first place? The story never really says. Yeah. Except for every time they sent that. assassins after her, she'd kill them. So she got this reputation of killing people because they're trying to kill her. But I her. mean self-defense. So, yeah. Right. So if you hey, read the stories – She was just all <laughs> so off by herself Shit, trying to mind her own like little that. life <laughs> and people keep coming trying right. to kill her. You know? So that's it, the whole story. It's not her There's fault. nowhere in that story at all where you would actually mark her as an evil character. She mm-hmm. she just yeah. isn't. She's not the villain. Um, so I right. Yeah. And so I wanted mm-hmm. to play with that and actually portray her as the victim in this book. Um, so we'll see what happens with it. I'm enjoying writing it. So I'm only three or four chapters into it, but you know, cool. Awesome. So that's what I'm playing around with now. I mean, that's a fun idea. You could probably do a lot with that. You know. Make her the girl next door. I don't know what point like snakes pop out of her head, but you know. No, she is. I mean, and, and she like was I said, probably I'm, a lot terrifying before that. I mean, I th- I'm throwing her into this world where those creatures actually exist, where she would actually exist. So, do they I'm ever so, even offer a backstory her. as to why she had snakes coming out of her head? That's just the point not of the really. Snakes. It's just what they Ooh, did. Maybe you could play with that. You know, because apparently the original story had her have a head full of snakes. She had chicken legs. She had wings. Um, and her skin was cracked to the point of being like hideous. She was supposed to be so but ugly. She was the most beautiful that, person in the world before right. that. Right. And also Athena was just mm. punishing her in that way. Um, so, though, but depending on who's telling the story and which story you're you're mm-hmm. reading, it had, there's different takes on the Medusa character, and mm-hmm. she's not just Greek because apparently her character wound up in Libya, and so Northern Africa actually has stories of the Medusa character. So really? she's, there's a lot hmm. of different. I didn't know that. Yeah, I so. thought that was That's all Greek cool. mythology, and I actually took I mean, she originally, she originally a mythology Greek, but... like course in college because mm-hmm. it was an elective, and I was mm-hmm. like, hey, this should be easy. Was it interesting? It's it was fun. very interesting, and it was not easy. It was a lot of essays. A lot of essays. I wouldn't think it was a poor easy. life choice. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's what I'm doing. Interesting. Jessica cleaned up her house some, I think. I did. I actually had a cleaning lady come in. The one that does did here you? because she's super Yay. OCD. But there was mm. like 10 years of filth that needed to get taken off that place. And I was not going to spend an entire something day you have to pay for, it. Or did you make your landlord pay for it? No, I paid for it. Okay. It's worth it. He already had a cleaning Money crew well like, yeah, come through. and they <sighs> Exactly. <laughs> and then you had her clean up after them. Yeah. You're, you're keeping track of that though, right? You got it written no, down. No, he's never going to give it back. It's never going to happen. No, but it's fine. I, I mean, that, I could have done it. Your it's just using it for later um, in case he ever decides to evict you for some stupid ass reason. You have backup, you know? Like, yeah. Okay, asshole. But look oh, what no, I had no, to do. No, I have. I already have but buttload of character okay. witnesses, buttload, including the cleaning company that came through for him because they didn't even like him. <laughs> nice. So <laughs> there's that, and the property management uh, company. My dad, like the cleaning lady from here for podcast Detroit. Who, by the way, is fantastic. If Yay. you need her, please reach out and I don't know. I'll Email respond. you guys. Yeah. She's fantastic. Fantastic. And now it looks amazing. Awesome. So, Wonderful. Yes. Well, then yeah, now times. you can make it kind of homey. 
Exactly. Now I'm filling mm-hmm. it up. I'm going to go grab couches from uh, my sister's boyfriend's house because he's getting rid of his and getting new ones. Nice. And those can go in the basement. Sweet. So it'll be all filled out and finished here soon, which will be nice because then I can actually feel comfortable living in it because mm-hmm. I keep paying for it and not living in it. So <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> not it'd be nice to live in the place that irritating. is the most expensive storage uh, so, facility in the place. So what's the deal on the shower? I don't know. I guess strip the bathtub still. So I keep just showering at Chris's house. And then... Does he have plans on coming over the landlord at any time and fixing this? Mm, I mean, he plans on refinishing it professionally now that I found somebody for him that would do it for $200 instead of four. Oh. So, but so you do the legwork and then... Yeah, yeah he's, he's very lazy. He's a slumlord. There is no mm-hmm. good way to put that. He is a gotcha. bummy-ass loser. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I also really like the house. It's a really good price. Cool. You can tell the last homeowner owner, like, put so much love into it. Like, there's a shed oh. and it's got, like, six electrical outlets in it nice. that Ooh. he built. Like, there's a ton of them outside in the backyard. I don't know. He did a lot of work for that house. That so it's kind of a shame that this was the guy that that bought the house because he doesn't give a shit about it, yeah. you know, but at the same point, like I plan to run it for the next couple of years and then it'll be fine. Good. And yeah, so all that work that the old owner did will work out for me and, you know, I'll take care of it and it'll be fine. So as long as nothing cool. major needs to be fixed, there shouldn't be an issue. So yeah. Good. Good times. Good times. <laughs> it will be. Good fun. times. I don't know the rest of that song. I don't know the rest of that song. And that was it. Just when you were saying good times, it made me think of sweaty balls. Oh, (laughs) sweaty balls. Good times. Good times. Good times. So, what are we talking about? You don't like Alec Baldwin, though. You don't like Alec Baldwin? Well, you didn't. He's like the only good Baldwin. You didn't. Why don't you like him? I don't remember. Did he you just always, give you like a creeper vibe Yeah, or I think that's what it was. She always I, thought she was, like, he was totally a bit creepy. I can totally see that. He is. He can He's got be. those shifty ass eyes, you know? Well, he seems so full of that's himself easy. all the time too. Also that. He always has I'm been. not a fan of douchebags or yeah. bros. I mean, and he was he was a good looking guy back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still kind of handsome, mm-hmm. but he was a hot commodity back in the day and he just always seemed. He knew it. <sighs> Yeah, but like there was that creep factor too that I think I got from him. Just this vibe of I don't want to be alone around him ever. Hmm. Right. But what he does on SNL now is so freaking awesome. Oh, he's the dude that plays Trump, right? Yes. Oh my god, he does so well. He it's is fantastic. Just, oh, he's amazing. It was funny because he said he wasn't going to do it after Trump got elected. <laughs> he said he wasn't going to do it. And then and all of a how sudden, could he not? Well, Austin, I was like, here's a shit ton of money. Are you sure you want to say no? And he was like, and did you hear what he yes, said the other is. night? What? You got to come do this. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's just fresh material all the time yeah. for him. <laughs> I mean. What about the one when Matt Damon was in it? Oh, playing the Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> it was awesome. I didn't see that one. That was pretty good. <clears throat> Is this all on Netflix? Is that not all on Netflix? It's on uh, YouTube. Oh, you'll, okay. you'll see those clips. Oh, yeah, we watch them through them. YouTube. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, – I watch their political stuff and that's about it on, on SNL. A lot of the other skits are still aren't that great. So I'll watch their weekend update. Those kind of crack me those up some. Those guys are good. Um, and then they're, when they do their political stuff, when, you know, uh, what's her face was doing uh, – Melissa? Yeah, when she was doing it. Uh, oh, what's this, what's the guy's McCarthy, name? McCarthy. She was doing. Um, Sean. Sean something. The other used to. Sean no, the, the, the fucker that was. The, the, oh, not gosh, bef- why did I forget already? Yeah. Before Sarah Spicer. Huckabee, Sarah Spicy. Spicer. Yeah. Spicy. <laughs> when she was playing Spicer. That was fucking. That hilarious. was hilarious. But anyway. So, no, uh, we're going to get a little political on the show tonight. Uh, because why not? Because midterms are coming up, and we need people to get out there and vote. Um, one thing I'm seeing that's really cool is those kids that were uh, those activists that came out of the school that was shot up down in was it Florida, mm-hmm. um, where everybody kept calling them Nazis and paid but paid off by uh, George Soros, and they're a bunch of actors. These same kids are still going around touring different states and encouraging people to vote. They're not telling you who to vote for. They are not shy of telling you what their stances are, but they're not telling you that you need to follow them. They're just like, you need to get out there and vote. Um, so I think that's kind of cool. And I'm seeing a lot more people doing that, even though they're saying, hey, you know, here's where we stand. 
uh, here's who we're going to vote for. But we don't not telling you to do that. We're just telling you to get your ass out there and vote, mm-hmm. um, which has been kind of cool. So I have already voted. Um, Jerk. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to be in town during the uh, election. So I put in for an absentee ballot. They sent me one. So I got to see the ballot and I voted for all the peeps I was going to vote for and looked at the proposal. So I'm not going to sit here and tell anybody who to vote for, who I voted for. Honestly, I don't – you may be able to guess. You might not. I don't care. We're not talking about that. What we are going to talk about is we're going to talk about the proposals that are statewide. There are different proposals depending on different counties or districts or precincts that you're in. I'm not going to talk about some of those because I didn't see those on my ballot. The three that I saw are the ones that are statewide, and we will talk about those. And my wife's giving me a funny look and holding her finger up, so I'm guessing she wants to say something. Not the middle one. No, I wanted to say that, yeah, it doesn't, you know, we don't, for who they vote for, it's irrelevant as far as what we're concerned with at the moment. We want people to go out and exercise their right to vote. That's what we're encouraging. But the neat part about getting your ballot ahead of time is being able to see who is actually on there, which I believe there should be somewhere online where we can look for that as well, I would hope. For what? Um, to see who is going to be on the ballot. The people? Yeah. It, there's. Diff- I mean, that's what I did. I had my ballot. And what was nice is I had my ballot in front of me and I can go online and Research. I could Google search every single person that was on who's going for what, uh, which was nice to have the absentee ballot to do. You can't do that if you right. go to the precinct my- to vote. Um, you have to do all that ahead of time. So you got to go online, find your ballot, which you can find at uh, Secretary of State. Dot com oh, okay. Or That's what or I was wondering. You can find you can find your ballot there, and then see who's running for what position, and you can look them up individually. Because my mom said she was able to do the same thing um, with, with some hers, of them, is to look people up and right. And if you go to that site, good idea. If you go to that site, you are able to click on some of the names, but not all the names. Okay. And some of the what it was what kind of sucked is that some of the names barely had any information on them. Well, I look up the person, I'm like, okay, they won't even. Tell me what this person stands for. There's no policy here. Um, so a lot of those I didn't even vote for. They're doing themselves a big disservice by not having that information available. Right. But the thing is, too, is they might not have the money. It's expensive as hell to run campaigns. Mm. Um, so I'm sure there should have been other ways for them to be able to do that. They probably didn't want to do the legwork of getting out there to – excuse me. They didn't want to do the legwork of getting themselves out there, which – Tells me how much are they going to fight for you? Um, and it wasn't just, it was Democrats, it was Republicans, there were some libertarians on there that all, you know, I, where I didn't see any information of where they stood on any policies. And I'm like, hey, right, screw you people, I'm not voting for you. Um, but like I said, it was nice to be able to sit down and go through every single one of those and see where they stood. Mm-hmm. Um, so I encourage you to go, you know, uh, and I think click on Detroit.com. You can find a bunch of ballot. You can find who's running for what there. Um, definitely Secretary of State uh, website. You can go there um, and look up your particular district or your precinct and figure out who exactly you are needing to vote for and all that jazz. I highly, highly recommend to look that up. Google don't just – don't just uh, – don't just – you know, that just popped. I, I, I did catch that. Sorry. That's okay. It's not supposed to do that. I love you anyway. So Thanks, ma'am. Um, love you too, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I, that, my whole thing is do your research on these people. Don't just go voting straight ticket. Yes, you're allowed to, but don't just don't. I mean, just don't. Make an informed, educated decision. Yeah, I mean, use your brain. I mean, just 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 use your brain and, you know, and pick wisely. Find out what they're talking about and what, and not just that, what, what matters to you. What they voted for in the past. Sometimes you might want to yes. look up to see what they voted for in the past. They might have these policies saying, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. How many politicians have we seen get up there and speak a bunch of fucking rhetoric? Uh, shout out to you Trump supporters that were like, he's building a wall. And, and, then, then, and then you go back. Still, do we have a wall? No. Well, no. Thankfully, no. Not and and I would use Trump. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not going to use Trump in this in this example just because he wasn't a politician beforehand, so we couldn't see any track record of what he was going to do or what yeah. he had what he had done. But there's been plenty of politicians who have voted against certain things that they're saying that they're they're for now. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you voted no against this, this, hmm. and this in the past. Yet you're saying you were look, you're running for this. This is bullshit. Um, so 
do your research. Do you know? Really look at it. Just because they're a Republican doesn't mean that they are Republican. There's, and especially you Democrats out there, there are Democrats who are really pushing the a right agenda because they think that only Republicans are going to get a vote in their certain district, and so mm. they will they'll they'll try to really push themselves to be to look like a Republican and still call themselves Democrat. Sorry, you might as well just vote for a Republican then. I mean, I'm not going to vote for an asshole who's lying to me. Um, so just. Do your little research and figure that out. I think mainly since we're not going to talk about anybody individually, I just thought we'd hit the proposals tonight. Um, there's only three, but they're big. Exactly, and that's the first one. That's the first one. Um, if you guys can hear that, yes, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> um, proposal eighteen one or proposal one is what they're calling the coalition to regulate marijuana like alcohol. So basically mm. it is going to be legal for everyone above the age of 21, not just medical, recreational, legal. Um, they're just going to regulate it like do alcohol. Um, I mean uh, it should be and there's no reason to be or for it not to be legal and treated as 21 and over. The only time it actually affects – your overall brain chemistry in a negative way is when it's stunting your growth when you're under the you're age young. of 18, when you're still actually growing. Number two, have you ever seen anybody drive through a house and or a porch or a person because they were high? No. If anything, you slow down while you're driving because you're paranoid that you're going to get pulled over. And so I'm just saying. Yep. And the other no reason. And also it. the good thing about this is for all those states who have already legalized it, they're already looking at a 24% drop in opioid use in that mm -hmm. state. They've actually been experimenting with marijuana uh, to get people off of opioids. Yep. So instead of feeding them government-approved heroin, like whatever the hell that pill is that people go to rehab clinics for, mm. they're trying to wean them off using marijuana because it actually sort of calms down your uh, your sensors. So what will this proposal do before I get my wife's input on this? Um, it'll allow individuals 21 and over to purchase, possess, and use marijuana and marijuana-infused edibles and grow up to 12 marijuana plants for personal consumption. It'll impose a 10-ounce limit for marijuana kept on a residence and require amounts of over 2.5 ounces be secured in locked containers. Uh, create a state licensing system for marijuana businesses and allow municipalities, municipalities to ban or restrict them. Uh, permit retail sales of marijuana and edibles subject to a 10% tax uh, dedicated to implementation costs, clinical trials, schools, roads, um, more municipalities mm -hmm. um, da -da -da, where marijuana businesses are located. Uh, charge several current violations from crimes to civil infractions or change so several current violations from crimes to civil infractions. So that's not going to, so it'll no longer be criminalized. So people that are currently locked up in jail for possession of I don't marijuana? know. That would be nice, but I don't think it's going to go that far. I mean, so, if, if they're going to decriminalize it though, I think, well, they might have what? a case for like a, yeah, for an appeals. Well, they would, but I think they would say, okay, but at the time it was actually illegal, yeah, so yeah. no, you can't get out of prison. Time served? No. I mean, yeah. I mean, they might have a case. That could start happening. They might be able mm -hmm. to secure lawyers and try to work around and see what they could do with it. Um, you know, because of the, how much it makes sense that somebody is serving, you know, 25 years for possession of marijuana, right. whereas somebody rapes and kills and they're out in a year and a half or something. Right. With probation. So, right. Please don't rape anybody anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Well, you know, considering that the vast majority of the people who are in prison for marijuana crimes are black, brown people. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's stupid. I mean, it's marijuana. Unless you're selling it to like a 10 or 12 year old, like who gives a shit? Yeah, so I, I'm, 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 I'm obviously for it. I mean, if, yes, you should 
regulate it like you do alcohol. Alcohol is a much, much worse drug than marijuana is. God, yeah. um, I, I don't see how this is a bad thing. And then they can use that tax for a lot of different things because they know it's going to sell. So why not? And they could, you know. Well, not just that, but hemp, the whole entire plant can be used. They've made petroleum out of it, clothing, yep. plastics. Uh, there was recently somebody that made a <clears throat> actual car. Instead of using fiberglass, they used hemp. No way. And it was <laughs> way stronger than fiberglass. Wow. So if you get into an accident, you're going to be less messed up. Nice. I'm just saying. Not <laughs> mainstream yet, but also marijuana isn't mainstream 100%. Not in America anyway. So, And it really, really should be because, again, the whole entire plant can be used. Mm -hmm. So if you're somebody that's green, well, I mean, that's kind of the plan for you. People now can smoke it, use it as medicine. They can eat it. They can right. drink it. You can't shoot it because it's not heroin, which is why it's marijuana, and it's really unthreatening in general. Uh, you can use it for clothing, socks. You can, plastics. yeah. I mean, it's cannabis oil it's is used in uh, vapes and stuff yeah. like that. So it's, you know, yeah. I, what about big farm? What about it? Are they going to be able to get into this? Well, that, I think that's the reason why it hasn't been legalized yet. I mean, is because big farm is lining the pockets of all. You can look at the biggest big pharmacy companies out there are the ones that are supplying all the opio mm -hmm. opioids. The oxycontins and the co yep. and all that stuff. And so, the and this the, is going to yeah. this is going to be their competition. Mm -hmm. Now, if they're smart, they would find a way of using this to their advantage. Um, just like all the oil companies out there who see the writing on the wall, a lot of them do that. Clean energy is the way of the future. Mm -hmm. That they will start moving in that direction, and some of them are. Um, but you'd think that they would jump on that bandwagon instead of fighting it all the time. Right. Um, because it's the, it's the future. And it, this is going to happen eventually. So a big farm wants to have a piece of that pie. They should start looking at ways Just of having it. Just happened in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so, I, so be, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I, I, don't, um, I don't know for sure, but I think there are some – we don't watch television. We just watch you know YouTube and – Netflix and things like that. Mm -hmm. But with all the different political campaign commercials and things like that going around, I think there is something geared against the marijuana um, because I've heard a few um, older adults talk to me about the concern of not now, now just not having to worry about drunk drivers. Now they're going to have to worry about high drivers. So this is something that is being brought to them like because they're unaware of really the effects of marijuana because they haven't done it themselves. Right, they haven't smoked it. So this or is like that. Well, something that they're really they don't concerned the, about. They don't know the benefits. I think that's the biggest thing. That the competition right now, the people who don't want this to happen, that's their biggest tool. They're is being scared. Scared. It scare them yeah. and don't tell them the benefits of this. Don't tell them how how it's helped people who has seizures or, or who have different diseases. Don't tell them that, that it cures this shit. You just tell them how bad it is. Or how it actually affects somebody's motor skills. You yeah. know, you're not going to fall asleep behind the wheel if you're high. Because, again, you're too paranoid to not be very, very overly conscious of what you're actually doing behind the wheel. Okay. You know, that's basically how marijuana works. So yeah. the whole, well, it's the same as drunk driving. No, it's not. Like, I've it unfortunately. affects your body differently. You know. Maybe Don't driven drunk in my life. Don't incriminate yourself. Here. And maybe right. also driven high. If I had <laughs> hypothetically <laughs> done either one of those, right. those would both have very, 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 very different results. I'm not going to run over a curb if I just smoked a doobie because, again, I'm so high that I'm super alert and it's just making me uncomfortable. So unless I'm sitting on my couch, that's like the only time I'm going to be super, 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 super relaxed. Right. So, so behind a car wheel, you're not going to forget how you got home like you would no, if you were drunk? No, it's not shrooms or alcohol. Like, it's, okay. it's marijuana. It's very, very, like, it doesn't make you hallucinate. I don't know why people think that marijuana makes you That's hallucinate. That's a different kind of I think, drug. Yeah, exactly. That's, mm -hmm. like, a completely different kind right. of drug, like acid. So, it's marijuana. 
It's, it is a very, very, very light well, drug, but the, it also helps pain and That's the big thing, too, anxiety. that I, I want to look. special strains for anxiety, but they want to give you Xanax. Big Pharma wants to give you Xanax, and it's something that's government approved, which marijuana isn't, but Xanax causes cognitive functions like early onset Alzheimer's, et cetera, et cetera, memory oh, issues, brain damage after long-term use, liver issues kidney issues, heart issues, like, but this is government approved and marijuana is not. So yeah. why? Just, I think, I think what just... needs to happen is I think what they should be doing then is giving commercials on the television for those that see commercials all the time and go buy, you know, things like that. Right. Show us benefits of it. Show us the positives of what it's doing. Educate us on the good of it. Like I just hear, you know, word of mouth stories, like you said, and and a friend of mine that we had on the show that had gone through breast cancer and Mm -hmm. a CBD bath bomb was the only thing she could be in the tub and not be hurting throughout her bones of her entire body. Right. Um, Or marijuana was the only thing that helped her not feel nauseous going through chemo so she could actually eat food, which I hear humans need. All the anxiety, different meds that are going around now and things like that. And I'm on some different kinds. I would rather take something natural than all these chemicals that you are making me aware of. As opposed to Vicodin or Oxycodone, which will eventually lead you to getting Unfortunately, in our political climate, climate, um, where the money comes, when there's money involved, that's where you're going to see the most push. Um, That's why. Abdul Al Saeed didn't, you know, didn't have the exposure that he could have because he couldn't get on the TV or radio with the money he right. had because he didn't have he didn't raise enough as much as Gretchen Whitmer did mm-hmm. or so on. Um, and same even with with this, Big Farm is behind the negative ads and they've got the money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So they're going to push. That's why you see ads for against, and you're not going to see very many ads for, unless you can find a pack group someplace who's going to front the money for positive ads. Mm-hmm. And that's the, unfortunately, okay. that's why you can't go buy TV commercials. You just can't um, if you want the full story. Same with right. the news most of the time. If it's you hard, really want but a lot of people story. do. So yeah. uh, to wrap this one up, because we still have two more, to wrap this one up, if you are for regulating marijuana like alcohol and making it legal. You vote yes on proposal one. Simple. Or if you don't want it, vote no. I think you're stupid if you do, but that's just me. Who am I? Um, so vote yes anyway. if you want that to happen. Uh, the second one, uh, proposal two or 18-2, is uh, voters, not politicians. Um, this one I had to read a little bit. I'm Yay. going to read it for you uh, just so you know. But we have a problem. And it's not just... Republicans, even though the Republicans do it more um, than Democrats, but there's a problem called gerrymandering where they they get into their office um, and they pass laws and that redistrict areas for voters. So Republicans will purposely draw the lines oh. or Democrats to where it's so they get more votes. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing for their district. Um, it, it's called gerrymandering. It's right now. It's still somewhat. It's still legal, even though it's very, very frowned upon as dirty, dirty politics. I mean, but it's it happening. Um, so what this proposal is going to do says a proposal. Uh, it's a proposed constitutional amendment. So they're going to put an amendment in our state constitution to establish a commission of citizens with exclusive authority to adopt district boundaries for the Michigan Senate, Michigan House of Representatives, and the U.S. Congress every 10 years. What does that mean? Uh, The proposal would, or this amendment would, create a commission of 13 registered voters randomly selected by the Secretary of State for each who self-identify as affiliated with the two major political parties, and five who self-identify as unaffiliated with the major political parties, uh, prohibit partisan office holders and candidates, their employees, certain relatives, and lobbyists from serving on the commissions, establish new redistricting criteria included ge- 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 geographical, oh my gosh, <laughs> wow, geographical compact and contiguous 
districts of equal population, something like that. Reflecting Michigan's diverse population and communities of interest, this districts shall not provide disproportionate advantage to political parties or candidates requiring an uh, apparition. I forget these. Fuck it. Basically, they're going to pick 13 citizens to redo the districts whenever the districts need to be redone boundary-wise. So no longer are politicians involved in the process. So the Secretary of State will pick 13 registered voters. Hmm. So people just like you and me, we could be on this. randomly or? Yes. And four of them have to have some type of affiliation with Democrat or Republican. Then the other five do not have to be affiliated with either of those parties. Okay. They can be totally independent. So they at least have four and five and then they'll have some others. But – and they will be the ones that would be in charge of the districting of boundaries and so on. So we're taking it, taking that whole process, which everyone should be happy about, Republicans, uh, Democrats yeah. alike, taking that whole process out of the politicians' hands and putting it into the voters' hands. Yay. It is we get to district it. We get to do that type of thing. So if you, that sounds good, you vote yes on that one. But what did you guys' take on that? What do you think? Did I explain it well enough? Yeah. I mean, I – didn't know anything about it, and now I do. And it sounds like, as opposed to politicians drawing lines around each individual house, like in some big old zigzag puzzle piece sort of way right. to you, put people in their district that are going to reflect their views and desires, then this is somebody that, well, this is something that the people actually decide that is you know, delegating the power actually back to the people. It's not even a Democrat or Republican thing. It's a whole entire community thing, which is fantastic instead of people just deciding what should happen for you. I mean, if anybody's ever looked at one of those districting maps of what senator is in what district and so on, it's it's a shit show. It's, it's funny oh, how, really? how some of them, the how cities themselves would just be split have one half of the city be uh, for one have be you know, represented by one center, the other half right. by another one, and it's because of this whole gerrymandering bullshit. Um, it's because so shady. Republicans know that black people are going to vote Democrat, so they will purposely draw their lines to cut the black community out of the voting for them, so they will always get put in because it's going to be nothing but white pe- people. Yeah, Republicans voting for them. So, uh, so it's. It, that's that's the whole purpose of this. If you, if you ever get a chance, I encourage anybody to go online just to look at their district maps of how they're how they're divided up. It's a it's a freaking joke. Um, so I'm happy about this. I mean, anything where the power gets put back into the people, I'm always about the Constitution that says we the people. It has nothing to do with we the fucking politicians. They're supposed to be answering to us, not vice versa. And so this is another way of. Power being put back in our hands. We are having more power for our own, for our vote. Well, that's good because we pay the taxes. So we pay their fucking salaries. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, and, and to think that our vote is handicapped in some way, especially in this last election where everybody was screaming and hollering how it was rigged. Well, you know, this is one way of stopping that shit because the power is getting put back in our hands. Well, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically, I mean, it's theft when you think about it. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts or opinions on that, Ruthie? Oh, Ruthie, that's so cute. <laughs> well, I usually call her toothless. But <clears throat> she, she hated because she doesn't have the greatest you teeth. You ruined that so Shut quick. Up. Stop I know, talking. I, I know. He says something <laughs> sweet and then <laughs> just ruined it. Just rips Water it right out. Water. Okay. What is proposal three? Let's do the three because we might actually be talking about this one a little bit. Um, I think we got another 15, 10, 15 minutes left in the show. Something like that. Um, so proposal three is called uh, Promote the Vote. Um, this one... Ruth was like teeter-tottering on a little bit, and she can explain it more when I get into it. Um, But just recap, if you want pot, vote yes. Uh, If you want the the power put back into people's hands when it comes to districting and so on and so forth, for that amendment, vote yes. Um, Instead of who deciding? Politicians. Right. And so proposal three is called promote the vote. Uh, What does that mean? Wow. What does that mean, Matt? Tell me more. <laughs> the official <laughs> ballot language. So this is what you will read on the actual ballot itself. And then we'll get into uh, what it actually all means. So a proposal to authorize automatic and election day voter registration. No reason absentee voting and straight ticket voting. 
and add current legal requirements for military and overseas voting and post-election audits to the Michigan Constitution. What does all that mean? Uh, Good question. So uh, this proposal constitutional amendment would allow a United States citizen who is qualified to vote in Michigan to become automatically registered to vote when applying for updating or renewing a driver's license or state-issued personal identification card unless the person declines. So you would actually have to tell them, I do not want to be registered to vote as this, as you're doing either of those things. Otherwise, they're automatically registering you. Good. Um, simultaneously, register to vote with proof of residency and obtain a ballot during the two-week period prior to an election, up to and including election day. So I'm sure you have all heard that you have October 9th is the last day you have to be able to register to vote on November 6th. That's all gone. You can register the day of and go vote with this. Um, obtain an absentee voter ballot without providing a reason. I got an absentee voter ballot. I had the application. Most of the application was you know, pretty run the mill. Tell them who you are, your birth date, all that jazz. Um, and then there was like four – I think there was like five. I should have brought the application in with me and I didn't. Um, there's like five uh, reasons of why they would give you an absentee ballot. You know, like you're too old, you can't move type of shit, all that kind of stuff. And one of them was the reason I did is like you're going to be out of town. You wouldn't be able to vote. Um, they would give you one. Uh, so there's – so what this would do is like there's no more reason. You want an absentee ballot, you get the application, you fill it out, send it in, you got an absentee ballot, period. Um, uh, the last thing is cast a straight ticket vote for all candidates of a particular political party when voting in a partisan general election. Now, when I was younger, when I first started voting out of high school, I remember that I could walk in and back then it was those punching. You wasn't mm-hmm. filling any circles. You could punch just Republican, just Democrat, just Libertarian or whatever. And then you can walk out. You didn't have to sit there and look at every single candidate and pick different people. You could just punch a straight ticket. You can't do that anymore. If you go and look at your ballot, even the one I just did, I look at it and like, there is no way for me to fill in a dot that says just Republican. Nowhere. So this will actually add that onto the, onto the ballot again. For all those people who just want to vote a straight ticket, they will bring that back for you if that's what you want. Um, I think it's kind of dumb because you, you know, but you know, you, you, you do you. I mean, this time around, I voted for, I'll be honest with you. I voted for Democrats, uh, Green Party, a couple other independents. I didn't vote straight Democrat at all. Um, I will tell you I didn't vote for any Republicans, honestly, because the Republicans fucking pissed me off the last two years and they don't deserve any of my fucking time. Um, just so you know, even though so I don't care if they did nothing here in the state. Um, I don't like any of them. Um, so that's just me. You don't have to listen to me. No one does anyway. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, so that's, and that's just me. I like, I like, I'll, I'll, I'll fit around and I'll vote for who I want to vote for instead of just one party ticket. But this will add that to you, to it. So you can actually do that again. Um, that's pretty much it for that one. Um, there's a lot to unpack there a little bit, but not really. It just gives you a little bit more options as a voter. The biggest bonus in my opinion is that it's making it a little bit easier to vote. Um, for absentee and so on. Remember there was that story we were watching the other day? It happened in Georgia where they turned that bus full of senior citizens. There was 40 senior citizens in that bus. They turned them around, said they're not allowed to vote. For those out there who haven't heard this story, you should look it up on YouTube or look it up in the paper. It happened. There was a a third-party organization called up a uh, senior citizen home and said, we want to... uh, take your senior citizens on a bus to a polling place and let them vote because a lot of them can't get out right. and vote. So they're, drive. Going, they're going to give them the opportunity to do that. They were third party. They were not Fantastic. Democrat. They were mm-hmm. not Republican. They were not telling them how to vote. They were just giving them an opportunity to get in the bus to go vote. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. Why do they get turned around? Well, there's lots of different things. There's a lot of different proposals of people why they thought that. But honestly, if you looked at the if you looked at the Cedar citizens and considering that 100 percent of them were black, mm-hmm. I wonder why. Um, so this would stop that kind of thing because then they could all just get a bunch of absentee ballots and say "fuck you" um, and vote 
the way they wanted to vote. Now, a lot of senior citizens in that bus did say fuck you, and they went and voted anyway. <laughs> but In their own words. Yes. They did. Like, one guy, I don't think he actually used the F word, but he did kind of give them the middle finger. That they're not going to stop us. They're not going to stop us. So that was really cool. But again, this will make it easier for them, for those people who are having a hard time getting out of their house multiple times because of disabilities or elderly or whatever. So they can't necessarily get out and vote on such and such date or whatever. This will give them more opportunity in a longer period of time to be able to register to vote. Everybody needs to have a state ID and so on and so forth. This will automatically will register people to vote. Now, you don't get a state ID. Or a license if you're not a fucking citizen. So all those people out there who are saying illegal immigrants are going to fuck <laughs> you. It's not going to happen. You don't have to worry about Cause that. Because duh. <laughs> Use your brain. Yes. So this is just going to make it easier for people to vote. And that's something that we all want. If we want this country back to where the people are in control of it and the politicians listen to the people, this is just one other way to help that, especially in the state of getting more people out there to vote. So that's my take on it. I'm sure other people have opinions on it. Um, what have you heard, Ruth? Because I know you have your ear a little bit more to a different crowd than I do. Mm-hmm. And so you may have heard other things that I haven't heard. One of the concerns that was um, brought up to me was how are we going to know that this is handled properly and there's no foul play as far as like say there's a nursing home full of elderly people and one of the employees gets a hold of all those ballots and fills them out according to what he or she wants the vote to be and sends them all out. So where is, where is the protection going to be like it is when you go to the, the, the booth and that is very secure that it's your vote actually for sure going through. How is this going to stay um, safe where there's no issues? That's something that was brought up to me and that I kind of am curious about. Uh, Can I just say anybody who's in a nursing home that has any sort of wits about them already is already sending in an absentee ballot? Right. Or or that's just one example. Right. You know, like caretakers or fear like that. No people that just want to grab it out of your mailbox or employees at a job where they're like, hey, I'll take everybody else's and whatever. I get that, but you're going to have to be really diligent about sifting through someone's mail every single day to make sure for like an entire week straight without any neighbors noticing they are doing so. I'd say that's a legitimate fear. But it is. Or like like, a kid taking their parents. Just like like almost anything, really. I mean, I I don't think anything's foolproof. I mean, I'm just taking Mm -mm. from the absentee ballot that I had, Mm -hmm. you know – it was easy to get. I didn't have to jump through a lot of hoops. I just had to fill an application and they sent it to me. There was no questions on where were you go? Where are you going out of town? There's none of that. There's just, I checked it off right. and they sent it to me. Um, on the ballot itself, it had my name. It had my address. There was a bunch of different things you had to do. Um, I had to sign the outside of the envelope. The thing is, people, I guess, can forge those things. Mm-hmm. So I, just looking at it, I can see how it can be taken advantage of, and I can see where those concerns would be. I can understand that the people might have those concerns. Um, I honestly don't think it's going to happen enough to justify a voter fraud type thing. Right. You know, not on a big enough scale that I think actually sway who actually becomes in power because I can see where somebody could be nervous about somebody taking advantage of mm-hmm. somebody that is in a nursing home that, you know, may have dementia or something like that and then just voting for them. But I think overall the idea is fantastic. I think it would help a lot more people, um, maybe encourage mm-hmm. the younger generation to vote more if they have that available to them because they don't want to – they work full-time. They don't want to take time off work to have to go to a ballot and find in out school. where do they have to go to. And, yeah, all these things going on. They don't want to take the time. So I think the idea is fantastic. So if it does pass, I would be interested to see like maybe a couple years down the road, five years down the road, if any kind of things are coming up where they review specifically for those issues. Like mm-hmm. is there any kind of issues of fraud going on or this or that? But other than that, I think it's fabulous. 
Oh, yeah. And honestly, with any system, people are going to try and right. cheat it. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. True. And, yeah. And unfortunately, you can't just throw it, the baby out with the bathwater here. No. I mean, it's like it, – it, it's just like the whole voter fraud uh, thing that's going on elsewhere. It's like, do you really shut the whole system down because there's right. a few bad apples someplace? Right. Um, the same thing at work. I mean, it's like, do you punish everybody in the shop because two individuals are abusing the rules? Um, yeah, some people Sometimes do. But do. how pissed off are the <laughs> others that aren't breaking the rules? Right. Um, so if you ever had that happen to you, you kind of yeah. get where I'm going with it. Gotcha. So it's like you do you want to be, you know, thrown into that bunch and get punished even though you didn't do anything wrong. Correct. Um so you know, honestly, voting yes for all three is gonna get you pot. It's gonna get you uh <laughs> it's it's gonna it's gonna get you a little bit more power when it comes to uh voting and so on in the state. And even three is the same thing. It's gonna mm-hmm. get you a little bit more power to vote. It's going to be allow people to actually be able to register a lot easier. I just remember scrambling to get Kirsten registered in time. Yes. Um, you know, and she turned 18 in July, but yet we had to scramble to get her registered in time so she could vote in the primaries, and now she's going to vote in the midterms. Um, so it's like this is going to eliminate a lot of that scrambling around, unless obviously if your birthday is on like November 5th or something, then yeah, you're probably going to scramble a little bit, but not really because you can actually get registered on that on election day. So I do have a question though. I thought with whatever the last proposal was, whatever it's called, something, something point V eight, 12, 15 or whatever, uh, that (laughs) you were automatically, if you were 18, you were registered to vote. And you would have to opt out of it? Isn't that what you had said? No, we had to sign her up. No, 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 no. no. I know what you're saying. No, I'm Uh, saying. Oh, gotcha. You you automatically get registered when you're applying for, applying for updating or renewing your state license or ID. And you have to opt out if you don't want to be registered to vote. Okay. So they automatically give it to you. So you. Okay. uh, Okay. Gotcha. That's what that's what would be part of the change. It should actually be a constitutional amendment, which means it would be very fucking hard to change it later on down the road. And let me make, make that clear. This one and the last one, number two and three, are both amendments to the Constitution. It's a lot harder to get amendments taken off the Constitution right. than it is to get them on the Constitution. If that worries anybody, I just want to throw that out there. Um, but I think both of these are welcome additions, honestly, because mm-hmm. it gives a little bit more power to us and yeah. less to the politicians. But um, that's it. I mean, for those people who thought that this was boring, and I'm sorry, but I thought the mm-hmm. information needed to get out there. Do your research. Um, I'm, I'm kind of excited about some of these. I didn't know about Proposal 2, honestly, when I uh, – that was, the I gerrymandering? Didn't, I didn't, I didn't even mm-hmm. know it existed on this ballot until I looked at it. I'm thinking, oh, this is pretty cool. I didn't know that was um, a thing in general. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I've heard about it. Um, and, but so I was just, uh, anyway. I would like to see also if um, marijuana does become legalized, I would like to see them do positive things with it. Like I said about educating us, like not necessarily teaching in school about it because it's for 21 and over. Right. But have commercials, have our doctors talk to us or give us brochures or have them in the lobbies. Have positive things of I'm sure they will what it, it becomes, can be used for, not just yeah. a drug. It's not just like, here's alcohol available to you, go get drunk. You know right. what I mean? Well, I, I mean, there's these Sorono commercials and all kinds of alcohol commercials anyway. Yeah. So really, what does it matter? Give us and everybody in those commercials see looks what cool. We can do. So that still yeah. influences kids. Right. You know? Except for those man buns. <laughs> I mean, buns. but I'm excited really about the positive TV-er. potentials with like the CBD and the, the yeah. differences. And it's not just to get high. It's it can help manage these things and get us off these chemical drugs that Absolutely. we're. Uh, and people are already I mean, rehabs are already starting to use this to again fantastic. get people off of things like heroin and yeah. I mean, that's they're, they're being I mean, used to marijuana people. actually helps so from my personal dying. experience yeah. through Xanax withdrawal because I was mm. prescribed it by my doctor for mm-hmm. 10 years for anxiety. Now I'm on a non-narcotic drug a called Buspart. It's a really long time. And again, all the side effects I listed. Yeah. Yeah. So I literally switched to another doctor 
good. And the whole hope was to get me off of the shit, yeah. to never have to actually take it again good. and to wean me off of it. And she said, oh, well, we have this, which is specially made for anxiety, the new doctor I went and talked to. Good. And so now I'm on that. And I went through like a two-month-long or three-week-long withdrawal through Xanax, yeah, which was rough. Yeah, body has to adjust. But, I mean, marijuana does help with these things, and it's not something that, like, I wake up in the morning and smoke all day. Right. Like, there's, it's something no, you do. It's not those stereotypes. From what but, I've heard. I mean, there's different different types. There's hybrids. There's indicas. Yes. There's sativas. From there's, what I heard, there is no such thing as a marijuana hangover. No, um, so. there isn't. But anyway, um, I don't want to go okay. too much longer. We, we really yep. covered those. Um, again, I, I, I encourage people to get out there and vote, uh, Absolutely. this, this vote. vote every time that comes around, man, it, it's, it's your right. And it gives you the power to, you know, th- these, so many these politicians are counting on to you to stay way. home. They're counting on you to stay home. Yep. But also you can't complain about not having rights. If the ones that you do have, you don't even bother exercising. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So anyways, get out there and vote. Those are the proposals. Um, Do with them what you will, I guess. Um, I'm not going to call you stupid. Um, You you already know you are. So, (laughs) (laughs) Jerk. We love you here. 